people ask us all the time about triggers. People want to know what triggers are, why they happen, how long they're going to last, are they ever going to end, what do you do when they come, all those things dealing with triggers. And so today, we're going to discuss that on this week's episode, so stay tuned. Hello, folks. Welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant, and we're grateful to be back with you. We're grateful that you are listening, and we are very grateful to all of you who have commented and reached out to us and just um, encouraged us as we rolled out a new look, a new logo, new pictures, new resources. It's been a lot of fun the last couple of weeks. It has been so much fun. Um, and and I know you just said that we've gotten a lot of comments, and we have, and they've all been positive. Like, everybody has been so supportive and encouraging about the new look and how professional it looks. And, you know, I tried not to get my feelings hurt that my makeshift um, podcast cover that I made. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> a little bit better. It's just a little bit better. So um, it's been super fun to read um, the comments of you guys, and thanks for being so encouraging. And, and it has been fun to roll out, um, you know, even merchandise, little teasers for merchandise that's coming up. Um, we have a new website that's coming out hopefully in a couple of weeks. That's super, super exciting. Um, and then we've publicized a little bit about our marriage coaching. It's something we haven't um, publicized much before, but um, we have had several couples start um, start marriage coaching with us, and it is we are just finding that we love it. Um, it is just a super um, blessing. It is a big, big, big blessing to us, and I hope that we are a blessing to the people that we are coaching, but you've sent out a lot of information. Well, not a lot. A little bit of an information mm-hmm. about if, that. If people were on our email list. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, but hopefully that'll be coming out on social media. If you're not on our email list, you need to be, yep. but, um, but if you are not, hopefully you'll see that in the next few days as well. Yeah, but you can also just reach out to us directly and we will be happy to send you information. Um, we are um, trying to kind of fill up um, the the limited spots that we have left um, through, I guess, pretty much through the end of the year. So if you um, if you're interested in that and ever want to consider it, um, please reach out to us, and we'll send you information on how you can get started with that. We'd yeah, love and it doesn't even have to be people who have been through infidelity or, you know, some type of marriage crisis. We also have a track that's just for you want to have a better marriage. Um, it's called The Marriage You've Always the Wanted. The Marriage You've Always Wanted. I always mess that up. The Marriage You've Always Wanted. And that's just more of an encouragement of, you know, our marriage isn't in a bad place. We just want to be more purposeful in our marriage and have um, better communication and things like that. So um, it doesn't, just because your marriage is not in crisis mode doesn't mean that you couldn't benefit from marriage coaching. Yeah, so we have the track, The Road to Reconciliation, where we obviously talk about repentance Mm -hmm. and restoration and... um, Forgiveness. yeah, Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. But then we also have The Marriage You've Always Wanted, where... We talk specifically about communication and being a team and, you know, how to have fun together and uh, physical intimacy, spiritual intimacy, all that. So 
Um, so yeah, it's it, there's something for everybody, and we just love uh, like like these people that we that we coach. They, uh, you know, they're so f- most well, none of them are close to us. They're all yeah. over the country, mm-hmm. and we just get so close to them. Like yeah. they're they are genuinely our friends. Yeah, and uh, so it's it's fun, and it's fun, you know, even communicating with them, you know, through. Uh, just outside of coaching, just being able yeah. to actually have a relationship yeah. with them, it's and encourage it, them. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. great. Yeah. Um, okay. So sorry, we just we just wanted to make sure that everybody knew of these resources uh, before we jump into today's topic, which is triggers. Uh, triggers. Um, so we're going to be talking about triggers. We get asked about triggers all the time, and triggers uh, specifically what we'll be what we will be talking about are those painful memories and thoughts that jump back into your head from some painful marriage experience, obviously. Um, and, you know, anything can trigger that. It can be triggered by any of your five senses. And so, you know, it could be something that you smell, that you taste, you know, something you see, all you know, five senses. So... And don't don't laugh at me. I didn't forget them this time. I was just like, eh, I'm just you know why why am I um, the people out there are intelligent? That's right. We don't have to name them all. We don't have to name the five senses for you. You got it. Um, and there's people right now that are they're literally listening to us and they're going counting taste, taste smell you know, sight. They're trying to they're taste, trying to smell think. sight. Now I can't get them hearing taste smell sight hearing and touch. Got it. Go. Okay. So um, yeah. So you know, for us, if you don't know our story, uh, we walked through infidelity twelve years ago when Heather confessed to being unfaithful in our marriage, and so um, you know, we really do know firsthand uh, the 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 pain that triggers. And how consuming they can be. And, you know, especially for me, being the one that was betrayed. And I dealt with triggers for quite a while. Um, But, you know, as we were talking about it earlier, it doesn't even, you know, it doesn't have to be something as big as uh, infidelity. Or, you know, it it could be any sort of painful experience from your marriage. So, you don't have to shut this off if you, you know, if you're like, well, we've never had it. Because more than likely... No matter who you are, you if you didn't know it was a trigger, now you do. Like you're thinking and you're like, oh, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a painful memory when I see that or, you know, when I hear that mm-hmm. song or I mean, yeah. it could be anything. And it can be like for a disappointing season in your mess in your marriage or something your spouse did to let you down. Like, you know, even, you know, I'm just thinking about like if we had a um a bad fight and we you know we're at a certain restaurant well going back to that restaurant triggers even just that so it doesn't it's we're not talking about just infidelity and then i also want to say you know of course you had so many more triggers um than i did but in that i had i have triggers that were that bring up shame and guilt on my side too. So it, this is really for everybody. Yeah. And I actually wanted to go there at some point mm-hmm. during this discussion and let you kind of share, because it's, it's obvious that when, you know, the people that are asking us, you know, questions about mm-hmm. it, that, you know, they're the ones typically that have been betrayed right. and these things keep coming up and popping into their, into their head. So like, you know, for me, it was, I would see a certain color truck, 
um, driving around. I could pass certain places where, mm-hmm. you know, I knew that some things had happened because of some things that you confessed to me. Right. You know, um, just, you know, even, you know, places where, you know, maybe I found out about something right. or where we were, you know, just all kinds of stuff. I mean, the counseling office that we went to, I literally drive by it every single day on my way to work. So there's all kinds of things that that you you, you could be thinking about and that could trigger. Um, and it can even be like little small things. Um, you know, we were we were doing marriage coaching uh, just in the last couple of weeks, and we were actually talking about this topic. And you said something, and whatever word you mm-hmm. said was an actual trigger wow. for me 12 years later. And I was able to tell them, you know, kind of in real time, look, I know what you're talking about. Because as silly as this sounds, when she said that word, it triggered this mm-hmm. because I started thinking about this, and then it led to this. And yeah. so the, it, yeah. it's, it, is a, it is a real thing. Yeah. Um, and the questions— It's painful. Yeah, it's yeah. Painful. And the questions that we get— are, you know, how do you deal with it? We, you know, how do you, well, how do you get them to stop? Yeah. Um, but how do you deal with them? And then the the spouse that was the betrayer, they also want to know, how do I help? Yes. You know, when they, when that happens, what do I do? Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then people want to know, are they going to ever stop? Right. Like, when does this end? And so there's all sorts of questions, um, surrounding this. And so we just want to kind of talk about it for a few minutes, maybe give you some pointers, some suggestions, some ways that you can fight this, and hopefully it'll make things a little bit better for you. That's right. That's right. Um, So when we talk about um, triggers, I feel like there is such a broad um, range for this discussion because it doesn't just happen to one person. It happens to both. And then not only that, but you have what you just said, how do I help my spouse through these? And then you also have the element of the fact that I know you were just triggered hurts me because I know I caused that, you Mm -hmm. know? So there's so many layers of this topic um, that we could get into. Um, so what's the first one? Okay. Well, let me just, let me kind of answer a couple of questions. All right. So first of all, triggers are very, very normal. Right. Um, and when the, when the pain or the betrayal or whatever has happened to cause that, you know, obviously the sooner, you know, the closer it is to when it's happened, the more those triggers are going to happen. Yeah. So, and yes. And probably the, more intense. Right. So, more frequent and more intense. And so, I, I am telling you that time mm-hmm. does help. Sure. However, I'm also telling you, I'm being very honest with you, that 12 years later, there are still triggers. Right. That happen. Now, it may be... It may be once a week. It may be once a month. Mm-hmm. You you know, but back when it was when everything had just come out, I mean, these triggers were literally happening every ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm just speaking to that person that's dealing with it, and I'm saying, I get it. I understand. Yes, time does help, but you also have to be kind of proactive in how you fight it. Right. And so I'm gonna give give some things that I did and some some things that I've learned through the years. And one of those is this. 
this seems very simple, but if there is a way to eliminate or remove any of the triggers, then by all means do that. Right. You know, and it could be as um, as small as, okay, I've got a different route that I can drive to drop the kids off at school so that I don't have to pass by that or I don't have to think about that or I don't have to see that building or I don't have to see that person or whatever it is. Eliminate it. Eliminate it. Mm -hmm. Just, hey, I don't want that trigger to happen over and over and over. So for us, um, that that was the case because one of the places that I would drive on the way to to just about anywhere on the opposite side of town, like because you had told me some stuff that had happened, it was a trigger for me almost every time. And so for the longest time, I didn't even want to go that way. Like I I would I would drive a completely different direction just so I wouldn't have to um, go down that route. And, you know, we even made like big changes too, mm-hmm. like, we changed our church. Right. Because every time I stepped foot in the church, mm-hmm. it was a massive trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were lots of other sure. issues there, lots sure. of other things. But I'm yeah. just, you know, that's that's one of the big ones. Um, you know, we, I, I, we've probably said this before on here, but I can't stand the beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I didn't really like it beforehand, but, um, you know, it's a trigger for me too. And so I just soon not go. You know, because why? Me going to the gym. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yes. That's, that's a great yep. one. Yeah. Um, and so, and that doesn't mean I had to give up the gym. It just means that I had to find something different. And I think we've talked about that recently. I choose to go to bar, B-A-R-R-E. Not the bar. <laughs> Not the bar. Um, and it's all ladies and I love it. And that is something, and I don't know that I would have enjoyed it. Um, before, but I really think that God's just honoring the fact that I am doing something that you're comfortable with and still choosing to move my body and he's given me a love for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I mean, like I'm, like I'm telling you, there's so many things I can't even address them all, mm-hmm. but like during that season of your life, um, like there was even like certain television shows mm-hmm. that you were watching and those, when I see those, they create triggers Sure, and even to this day, but I would never watch one of those shows because why, you know, eliminate it if you, if you can. So that's kind of my first thing. Now i I totally understand that there's some that can't be eliminated. Right. And so we're going to address that a little bit towards the end and also really even moving beyond just avoiding them. There is a way to just um, take it a step further instead of just avoiding those triggers. But I think early and initial steps, that's that's something major. Just any way that you can, eliminate it. Now, here's one of the things that I discovered uh, throughout, you know, learning how to deal with triggers. They, triggers actually cause an internal response and they cause an external response. And obviously this internal response is, you know, you're feeling this trigger, everything's happening on the inside and what are you going to do about it? How are you going to handle it? Um, you know, how are you going to, 
try to, uh, you know, get get it out of your mind. I mean, whatever to to remove it. That's all something that's internal that you need to deal with internally. And the thing that you have to remember is that Satan, he wants, like he's putting those thoughts there, wanting you to dwell on it and wanting you to sit inside this, this internal struggle that you're having that brings up all these memories. And even if you're doing so great with your spouse and your spouse is doing so great and doing everything that they're supposed to do, those triggers are still going to happen, and and I can promise you it's going to happen because it still happens twelve years later. That's right. That's right. And there's no re. I mean, there's no reason. Like I don't. I hold nothing. You know, there's nothing that I hold over your head. I'm not. I'm not angry. We've, you know, total forgiveness. All of that. But Satan still wants to remind me. Yeah. And so he's bringing that up, and internally, you know, I've got to figure out. Every time, how am I going to handle that? That's right, because he's not going to give up on you. I mean, he, it, that's that's not in his nature. Like, he's going to always want to be after you. So he's going to continue to remind you of things. And it's just taking things captive, your thoughts captive, again and again and again. And it keeps you in, in a um, knowing that you have a need for Christ. And that's what I love is that anytime I see something or hear about something that is keeping somebody constant, not constantly, but things that just won't go away or something you think about a lot, it's like, okay, that's a sweet reminder that you can't do it by yourself, Mm. that you have a need um, for Christ. And if you could do it alone, you wouldn't have a need for him. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it's a, um, you know, a part of the recovery. And yes, it's a um, consequence for what was for my sin. But in those consequences, we have a God who is kind enough to, even in the consequences, use it as an opportunity to draw nearer to him. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that when those things happen, the internal response where you need to start moving towards. So you've already started trying to eliminate things and do your best to avoid triggers, but they're still going to happen. So then when they happen, your internal response needs to be just like what you said. You take those thoughts captive. And where I want to encourage you is to just start shifting your mindset and start shifting it towards, you know, I am thankful that I'm, that we're not there anymore. And so that was, that was how it really started improving for me because I started something would trigger and instead of just going down in the pit and dwelling on it and making my mind one run wild and thinking of, you know, what other questions I had, what else do I not know? Instead, I just would always shift it, almost fighting back with the enemy and just mm-hmm. going, oh, no, I am so thankful that we're working on our marriage. Our marriage is better you know, we're not in this dark place that we were. And it was really, it really just became, that was the internal struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's more of, you get to give gratitude yeah. back. Yeah. And when you know, like if you just know that the reality is there's going to be triggers. Sure. And then you don't just get like, there's nothing off wrong every, with you yeah. because you're having triggers. Right. And when you know, it's going to happen, then you can fight it a little bit better than if it's just like, oh no, here we go. And we're going to yeah. just go into the pit. So yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, and that's a mentality, too, of not feeling like the, not, I shouldn't say the victim, not the woe is me. Like you could, you could very easily go into the woe is me of, you yeah. know, it happened. And if you want to get stuck there and just do that yeah. for the rest of your life, that's then right. let the triggers just keep affecting right. you. Right. And way. you get stuck, and that's exactly what the enemy wants. Yeah. Is for you to get stuck there. So there's also this external response because when it happens, you know, you're fighting on the inside. But obviously, you're outward. Something outside happens mm-hmm. where you're either going to get really sad. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you're going to cry. Maybe you're going to have a panic attack. Maybe you're going to get angry. Mm-hmm. Most people, I'll tell you, most people just shut down mm-hmm. and get really, really quiet because they don't know what to do or how to handle it. And the internal process is going on. And so the outside is just, it's kind of this freeze. It's just a freeze. And so the, the spouse that has hurt you, they want to know, well, what do I do? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I even begin to fight this? So you may have some kind of response on, on how you, what you did. Well, I can just remember that at first when I would know that something was happening, um, like you know, I might see that same color truck or we might be driving by the same place that I knew was triggering for you. Um, I think I, and I'll just go ahead and tell my mistake that I made um, from the very beginning was saying, um, how can I help? Like, how can, well, I, you know, don't let that, don't let that trigger you, you know, because I was trying to fix it. Yeah. I was trying to fix it instead of just allowing you to process through that. Um, and so I, I mean, I can admit it took some some um, counsel to me um, to just to know that it's okay for you to process through that, and I don't have to try to fix it. But my role is to come alongside you, and I mean, I can't tell you guys how many times I just said, "I'm so sorry." Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry that you're having to um, even think about it. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry that I. That I caused this. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. Instead of, um, you know, you definitely don't want to have your eyes on yourself going, oh, my gosh, when are you going to get over this? You know, Um, and I don't think I, I mean, I know I didn't say that. But you probably wanted to. (laughs) Sure. Like as as the time Mm -hmm. went on, yes, it was like, oh, my gosh, are we really going back there? But I definitely wouldn't voice it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a reminder, again, that I caused that. And when I would remind myself of that, I could – I could quickly get to, okay, what is is my role in this? Mm -hmm. And my role – um, is to encourage you and to tell you how, you know, that I'm sorry and that I'm there if you need anything. Yeah. And not, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we're still doing this or anger. Um, and definitely another thing is not to try to get your eyes on me. Yeah. Like, well, I'm the one that, you know, like, no, it's not right. about me. To, well, yeah. to just allow you to process through that well. Well, there has to be an external response from both of you, and it needs to be done correctly mm-hmm. in a healthy way. And so I know for us, I I would definitely just shut down mm-hmm. because I was scared of what my external reaction could be. Mm-hmm. And I didn't wanna I didn't wanna hurt you. I mean, yeah. there that was not my role. Um 
And so I knew it was just better to just not say anything. And you would typically say, hey, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. And instead of me going, nothing, you know, I mean, come on. Let, you know, what good does that do? So, so I was always, uh, try, I would try to be honest and I would just say, I just, you know, something just triggered a thought. And, and you, like, I think the worst thing that you could have done, and I don't think you did this, but would be to say, what was it? You yeah. know, instead it was just like, like you said, you were like, I'm, I'm so sorry. And, you know, if you, you know, I'm going to give you time, and if you need me or need to talk to me about it, you know I'm here. Mm-hmm. And, and like, at the that's beginning, it. And at the beginning, you would. Like, you would ask some questions mm-hmm. or clarify something until you felt like that was enough of that, mm-hmm. and and you got your your you know, questions answered right. and then, and then you would move on. But let's not, let's not jump over the fact that it took a ton of self-control to not get angry every single time. Oh yeah. And you know, I we mean, we could have had lots of fights. Yes, absolutely. And I don't, you know, because you're the one leading this discussion, you're not going to brag on yourself, but that, I mean, that's a, that was a big part of us being able to process well through these triggers was you didn't attack me every time you got a trigger. And, you know, we were talking about my part in that I didn't, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. But for you to not be, you know, because you could have easily said, oh, did you just see that? You know, and been so, so hateful and ugly um, towards me. But instead, you controlled your tongue, which is a big part of why we were able to process it, mm-hmm. you know, process, walk through that um, early parts of triggers well. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the kind of the last thing that I want to roll into a little bit is just the the deeper healing of of triggers. You know, again, these are going to take place over time, and it, I mean, it, it it it. There's no timetable. Like I don't have a manual that I can give you and say, oh, you know, by six months you should mm-hmm. stop. It just doesn't work that way. And but I would say that you know within that first year. There's going to be just tons of triggers because everything is sort of an anniversary. Mm -hmm. And we talked about anniversaries a couple of weeks ago. But those things are going to happen. But after that, you should begin, you know, for sure. And and some, gosh, I hope it, I hope those triggers end really quickly for Mm -hmm. everybody. And I hope you get a handle on it. But don't be alarmed if it doesn't Mm -hmm. happen that way. But as time goes on, like those things, they need to be be less and less, and they need to be less intense because mm-hmm. you're fighting them and you're dealing with it. Right. And you know the the verse resist the devil and he and he flees from you, and that's the same here. You know those things are going to pop up, but the more you resist them and reject them, then you're not going to think about them as much right. because the enemy's not going to attack you. But as you're moving through this, there's also some deeper healing moments. And that is to actually, the things that are triggering, you can do things intentionally to redeem those mm-hmm. things. So maybe it's a place. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've heard people, you know, talk about restaurants, you know, where maybe something went on with their spouse and somebody else. And, you know, they wanted to make the decision 
to go and redeem that place. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean you go and you intentionally create a new memory with your spouse so that, you know, and it may be that you never go there again, but it's mm-hmm. almost just like Satan, I'm going to punch you right in mm-hmm. the gut for this, right. you know. And my last memory of that place is going to be <clears throat> a good one and not something that was Yes, wrong. yes. And, and again, that may be the last time you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, I... I jokingly talk about the beach because I'm not a big fan of, of the... I wasn't a fan of it anyway. Um, but even after, you know, after 12 years ago, I had an opportunity to go to the beach when I was at a conference. And so, you know, I remember one night going and walking on the beach all by myself and just enjoying the moon and the stars and just praying over our marriage and it did just so much for me and healing. And again, it's, and we've been to the beach a couple of times, like on cruises and things like yeah. that, where we've been together. And honestly, I don't remember if there were triggers when we mm-hmm. did that. And part of it is because, you know, I was able to do some deep healing and mm-hmm. redeem, you right. know, those places. Um, and, you know, we've tried to do that with, you know, with other areas and in other things as well. Right. Yeah. And, and that's a, I think that's an important step in, in the process is being able to have a positive experience and redeem some of those moments or places, um, that you have, um, triggers with. Yep. Definitely. Okay. So we covered a lot of stuff. Um, And I know that we didn't answer all the questions, but I hope that we gave you some tools maybe, um, just some information on how to fight those triggers. And look, seriously, we we talk about this almost um, in in one of our coaching sessions. That's part of what what we talk about. So, you know, if you're interested in just diving in a little bit more, you know, let us know. And yeah. we, and again, reach out to us, and we're happy to answer any questions that you might have. Um, so send us an email or, or, you know, reach out on social media. But we know it's a real thing, and so we want to be very sensitive to that. But we also want you to defeat this. That's right. We want you to move beyond it so that these triggers are not constantly affecting you and your spouse and your marriage because there's definitely a way to And hopefully you're now armed with some good ammunition of how you can fight this. So, all right. Thanks, guys, for listening. And we'll see you next week.